Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today is the special day. It's Tuesday, and on the Employment Matters podcast, that means it's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our local members from all around the world, where they share with us important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're learning more about doing business in Greece, and I'm pleased to welcome to the show Kelly Papadaki, a senior associate at Kyriakides Georgopoulos Law Firm in Greece. Kelly, welcome to the program. Hello, Peter. Thank you very much for having me. Well, this is exciting. Greece is one of my favorite countries, and I remember studying it when I was a young child, and I've watched lots of movies about it and seen all the, all the mythology. It's such an important country to the crossroads of the world and, and is certainly in a very, very strategically located place in Europe. So I know our audience is going to be interested to hear more about it. So let's start out with a general overview of the jurisdiction, kind of the economy, the population, things you think we need to cover. Well, yes, of course. Thank you. Greece, as you said, is located in southeastern Europe, and it's between Italy and Turkey. The total population of Greece is around 10.7 million. The official language is Greek. However, English is widely spoken and often used in business. Greece is considered as the cradle of democracy. It is indeed a parliamentary republic with the head of government, the prime minister, and the head of the state, the president, whose duties are largely ceremonial. The executive power is exercised by the government. Its economy is the largest in the Balkans, where it is an important regional investor. The Greek economic system is defined as a market economy with a significantly large public sector. During the last years, Greece has overcome its difficulties and is paving its way for growth and fiscal stability. The country has successfully transformed and internationalized its economy, which created opportunities and attracted large international investors. This has led to new investments focusing on mergers and acquisition, real estate, and other tangible assets amounting to 12 billion euros within 2021. Also, Greece's economy is projected to grow by 7.5% in 2021 and 5% in 2022. This means that Greece may be an attractive investment destination since its economy demonstrates a remarkable turnaround and is now well on track, offering a wide variety of investment opportunities. Well, that's exciting. And again, it's great news to see that big turnaround. Let's talk about some of the key industries in Greece that are benefiting from some of that. The most important sectors of Greece's economy are wholesale and retail trade, accommodation and food services, public administration, as well as real estate services. Tourism, of course, also provides a vital source of revenue. Furthermore, the last year's information communication technology sector is currently one of the most promising sectors for investment in the Greek economy. The demand for digitalization in the Greek public and private sectors has increased. Many drivers of ICT business opportunities are, among others, the emphasis of the Greek state to the digitalization of the public sector with major public procurement projects in the ICT field and the growth of technology clusters, incubators, and VC activity focused in ICT. So it sounds like some tremendous growth opportunities. So let's talk hypothetically. I'm a, 
a company coming in from the U.S. or somewhere else in Europe, or maybe I'm coming from Latin America. What are some of the key issues I need to know about employing locally in Greece? Do you have works councils? Are there any equal opportunity regulations? Fill us in on that, if you would, Kelly. Yes, of course. Significant reforms have been introduced in Greece following a new employment law issued in June aiming at the modernization of the legal regime governing employment relationship. The new law includes provision which both safeguards employees' rights by providing for increased protection against violence and harassment at the workplace, providing for rules enhancing work-life balance through the determination of new types of leaves for working parents, and provisions regarding the right to disconnect while working from home, and at the same time, promotes flexible working arrangements and flexibility of employee termination. Unionism is a right protected by the Greek constitution. Employees and employers have the right to organize to protect their collective interests. Greece, in general, is a unionized country. However, the new labor law promotes transparency for trade unions' operations in the sense that all employees, trade unions, and employers' organization should be registered to a new electronic registry as a precondition in order to participate in collective bargaining, exercise their right to strike, and sign collective labor agreements. So let's talk about the business climate then in general. Sounds like a lot of things are happening in Greece. There's a lot of structure, a lot of opportunities on both sides of the fence. But in your opinion, how would you describe the general business climate? Is it more leaning towards pro-business or back towards pro-employee? What is your thoughts on that, Kelly? Well, employees in Greece enjoy high protection by the law, which support their employment rights as there are mandatory laws that shall be followed. Such laws include, among others, minimum wage requirements, mandatory days of annual leave, specific type of leaves which need to be provided to employees, explicit provisions which need to be followed regarding working hours, payment of statutory severance in case of termination are some of these. However, in my opinion, this does not affect doing business in Greece, and companies may come, as Greece has, as already discussed, become an attractive investment destination for foreign companies. Well, that sounds fantastic. Let's talk about some of the cross-border opportunities. And I know as a part of the EU, you've got open travel borders for other people within the European Union. But let's talk about immigration from, let's say, the U.S. or, again, other continents. Are there immigration standards? And if there are, are they easy or difficult? Do you have any special programs? Give us a sense of that, if you would. Well, yes, Peter, you're right. Under Greek law, there are different provisions applicable, depending on whether a foreign national qualifies as an EU citizen or a non-EU citizen. Well, EU citizens may freely reside and work in Greece. The only requirement for them to come and work in Greece is the possession of a valid EU citizen passport. EU citizens who wish to work and stay in Greece for more than three months are provided with an EU national registration certificate of an indefinite period of time from the police department of their residence. On the other hand, non-EU citizens are obliged to follow a specific immigration procedure in order to come and lawfully work in Greece. Before traveling, a visa type D is required to be obtained by the Greek embassy or the Greek consulate of the company of their residence. Once they enter Greece, 
They should apply for a residence permit, which gives them access to the labor market. Greece makes significant efforts towards its digital transformation, as it is now one of the first countries to become a digital innovation destination with a new law attracting the so-called digital nomads. Greece now offers a working visa of 12 months with a renewal right to digital nomads intending to stay and work in Greece. Wow. So sounds like a fun place to be. Obviously a great part of world history and has certainly stepped up in the digital transformation space. So it sounds like a very interesting place to be these days. And this has been a great conversation. Thanks so much for your time, Kelly. Thank you very much, Peter. It was very nice talking to you today. If you'd like to connect with Kelly, you can find her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.